It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my special guest, Kevin Davenport. Kevin, thanks for being your brother. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Now, you are doing some incredible things in the community, and I'm just so excited not only to share your story, but uh, connect you people that you know also share that same passion for, for connecting and wanting to help others in the community. So, super excited. I'm excited, too. <laughs> Let's get started, yeah. So, originally from south of suburbs, or south suburbs, right? Correct. And right. big family, too, right? That's right. I'm the youngest of six. Wow. Blended family. Um, absolutely. So, blended in what sense? Uh, you know, they're both married before and, you know, different. Uh, my mom was married once before, gotcha, had gotcha. one child, and then my father was married before, had four. And then they got together and had me. So, oh, no way. Yeah, and it's wow. interesting. Uh, entrepreneurship actually brought them together. My mom owns a performing arts academy, and my father owned a remodeling construction company. They're both going through a divorce. And my mom hired my dad to build out her new school, and then they fell in love and had me. That's pretty awesome. I mean, networking is much more than just uh, business sometimes, right? Absolutely. And some Absolutely. of the best relationships come out of uh, out of professional networking events, or not just events, but you know, professional networking or professional relationships. You know, I just started another company. I don't know if I could throw that plug out there, too. We actually met at Black Tech Jobs Networking event last year at Groupon. And, uh, you know, my partner now, Matthew Kent, we started Ideal Digital together. And so, you know, I would have never had that opportunity to even start this whole business now without going to this networking event and, you know, trying to put myself in a position to meet people that are aligned with your purpose and, you know, what you do. So networking is definitely essential. For sure. For sure. Now, going back to what your mom um, you know, had done as an entrepreneur, or what she was doing back then when she met your, your dad, um, it's a big part of what you do now, right? Absolutely. So my mom was actually the biggest inspiration for what I do, especially right. with the ideal candidate. So, you know, my mom owns a performing arts academy. So ballet, jazz, tap, modeling, etc. And my mom realized, you know, I'm making an impact through performing arts and building these young, you know, women's confidence, but they might be lacking some soft skills. Sure. And maybe even some of the parents were lacking soft skills. You know, it was, it was located in the, you know, south side of Chicago, especially years ago. Um, there was a bigger problem. So my mom's way of giving back was to start this cultural enrichment program free of charge to, you know, make this impact. So soft skill training, table manners, interpersonal communication. And she had me to start teaching the program with her at 13. Wow. of like, you know, if my son can teach it, he'll learn how to apply it better for his life when he's an adult. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I just saw the, the impact my mom was making. I saw the vision and, um, you know, I was, all seven came around so i'm telling my age a little bit here but i went away to college my mom moved her school to the south suburbs so it wasn't as much of a need for that program as yeah. it was like in the roseland community and so she just stopped the program and you know long story short when i turned 25 i kind of circled back with my mom and was like you know i'm seeing the same problems that you know you tried to address so long ago but they're even you know more now Complex, right? yeah. and you know do you mind if i take this vision you had and make it an official you know nonprofit mom and she said absolutely gave me her blessing and that's really where the ideal candidate got its start so, wow uh she's 100 percent the inspiration <laughs> for for that that's amazing uh well kudos mom that's, a, that's <laughs> an incredible job with uh, both the organization but also with this incredible young man too um so how long was it before uh, or, or the duration of time that, that lapsed between the time that your mom decided to close the doors on that and when you reopened them? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and love you, mom. If you're, if you're listening, thank you so much uh, for everything you've done for me. But yeah, um, you know, my mom never closed down her, her business. She just opened up in a new location. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for her, she never stopped moving. She just gotcha. stopped that free program that she was doing. So her business, you know, kept moving see, forward. I see, I see. Um, you know, it was just for me, I was just like, there's just such a need for this still. And what can I do about this? You know, I had built my business acumen. I had started these other two event companies. So I'm like, look, mom, I feel confident enough to start this, make it an actual nonprofit and, and still, you know, prosper in that. And honestly, we had a little bit of a, a issue. You know, I'd never been in the nonprofit space before. I'm used to running for-profit businesses and it's a whole different animal. You know, I, I, I had no idea what I was up against. Um, you're not really eligible for grants and donations in your first year or two without those metrics. So anyone else starting a nonprofit, you know, those are some of the things I just wasn't aware of. So it was definitely difficult uh, in the beginning, but, yeah. um, you know, such gratifying work and, and um, you know, glad I stuck through and, you know, see the impact it's making. I'm just grateful that I'm able to, to do this. No, we're glad you did too. So, <laughs> so you go away to college now, <clears throat> I'm assuming like 17, 18, right? Typically. Yep. Uh, so five years of doing this program, what did you decide to go into school for? Uh, communications. Okay. And, you know, I was actually a, a soccer player. So a student, oh, yeah. you know, a student, student athlete, athlete there. And um, yeah, that I, was, I always knew I kind of wanted to go into this field of like giving back and uh, making an impact. And so um, I just felt like communication was going to give me the best way to impact with people, to connect with people. You know, I got a lot of questioning growing up, like, why didn't you get your, your MBA and go further? Or why don't you get a, like a, a business degree? And, you know, I feel like the biggest thing for me is uh, my ability to connect with people. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, basically invest in that. So that's why I chose communications and even, um, you know, like Lincoln College and Lewis University, because they're smaller class sizes. So I get that more attention and, and just be, you know, that much more of an edge to, to learn that skill. Absolutely. No, and I mean, communications, right? It, it, it will always serve you well Absolutely. in anything you do, in any profession, in life, period. So, no, that's awesome. Um, you know, what, what are some of those things that coming back that, that you were involved with? Because I know you were, you were hustling a little bit, right? I mean, you were doing some fun <laughs> stuff, but at the same time, I think you were finding your, your groove and understanding, you know, the city, too, the way that the ins and outs of it, right? Mm-hmm. Tell Absolutely. me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so my entrepreneurship journey uh, in general, I started nightlife and promotion companies and, um, you know, second one I started with, with a a partner and, you know, we did great. It was called the status group Inc. And, you know, he's still doing great with the organization, but, uh, you know, once I got out of that, that's when I really decided like, okay, I want to do something that's aligned with my purpose. Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun doing that in my early 20s, but just wasn't who I felt like I was becoming as a man. Yeah, and yeah. it became more and more important to me to give back. And so that's when I started to do a lot more like self-reflecting around like 25. I'm like, okay. you know, what is it that I really want to do with my life? What What is my purpose? And am I really living every day in that purpose? And, uh, you know, my answer, honestly, was no. So, you know, I kind of sat back and thought about it and did some soul searching there. And that's when I came up with the concept of like, okay, this is definitely your path. You need to give back in some way, shape or form. And, you know, the ideal candidate was the vision or the platform I, I saw myself moving forward with. So I just kind of, you know, jumped ship and, um, yeah, started this nightlife company or started this, uh, you know, nonprofit organization. But, again, that was a, a, a big hurdle because, I thought it was like a for-profit and six months later, <laughs> yeah. I was struggling. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that's really, you know, been my journey up until this point. And from there, you know, everything I've been doing has really been like stacking on top of the ideal candidate. So 
um, from the nonprofit to, you know, writing the book to Ideal Digital now to even our for-profit version of that, the Ideal Training Academy, which oh, works as a diversity inclusion pipeline training for the corporations. All of that has really come from, you know, just trying to figure out how can I give back? How can I serve? And things are just kind of like built on the other. So, yeah. Very impressive. Very <laughs> impressive. Now, you know, two things. One, you said at 25, this kind of epiphany or evolution happened. Um, but then also, you know, the things that you said have come of it. I know we've talked a little bit about, you know, our journey and, and, and the way it's, it's aligned, but you've done a lot of work, a lot of intrapersonal work, a lot of personal development, right? Um, and, and I don't think maybe the way I heard it, and I could be wrong, but I didn't see it as you saw it as that. It almost seems like you were on a, you knew you were on a journey. Um, you knew that you, you know, didn't know what you didn't know and, and you were on, on that search, right? Mm-hmm. How much of that period of your of your life um, involved that or had that started already prior to that that was the catalyst for more of the the business decision to to follow your purpose and that route tell me a little bit about you know both from the spiritual side but also you know that that purpose-driven life that you were seeking yeah uh, that's a fantastic question by the way and um, you know now I'm thinking about it I'm, I'm getting a little you know emotional about it yeah. but yeah, I've definitely been, I definitely have a testimony. I have a story, um, you know, even with me writing the book, you know, I'll be a little vulnerable uh, and disclose. I was born with ADD and dyslexia. So, you know, I remember having arguments with my father telling him I wasn't smart enough for college, mm. much less ever saw myself reading a book or even being an author, right. you know? So I had to go through a lot, a lot of mindset uh, changing and kind of challenging with myself you know, personally, I'm like, what am I really capable of? And, you know, once I um, got over that personal, you know, paradigm shift, got aligned with my purpose, it just became really easy to, to identify what I was supposed to be doing or what I wasn't, you know, uh, it was just super, it was crystal clear at that point. So yeah. um, I think that's like the, the biggest step of, you know, anyone that is listening, you know, slow down, you know, go internal and figure out what is your purpose? What are you meant to do? What makes you happy? How can you serve? Um, you know, me and Tony were talking before <laughs> this about, you know, the story of a hero. And it says, you know, there's not one single story of a hero that doesn't involve impacting someone else's life positively. Yep, yep. So, you know, if you have these superhero abilities and, and you, you know, you have the obligation to give back. And so that was really what, um, you know, pushed me to kind of take this route was like, I know I have this document. I know I can push forward, but I, I want to help people. So, yeah, that, that's been giving me the drive and, you know, to move forward. And to talk about, like, serendipity here and, you know, just it's funny how life takes you. You know, we're just about to we're about 30 days away from launching our uh, e-learning platform for the ideal candidate. So congratulations, uh, anyone. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, can take the course online in about 30 days or so. But I had this develop about three years ago. And the story behind that and the story behind this book here is that I never saw myself writing a book. I had this minimum viable product for this app. I did all the venture capital circuits, angel investment wow. circuits, trying to raise funds for it. Finally had this investor and he ended up being a fraud. After I did my research, it wasn't his real name. He had fled other states from similar activity. And so literally all I could do at that point was just like kind of take a step back pray and say you know god what should i do at this point like yeah, what yeah. should i do and the overarching you know vision i got was to create this book put everything in the book and so uh it's been literally the best thing that's ever happened to me i've gotten opportunities like this based on the book and just some of that extra work and you know here we are three years later 
the app is finally here anyway. So wow. it's just, um, you know, for anyone listening again, you have to stay true to yourself. You have to stay in line with that purpose and, and know even on the dark days, it's going to get bright. So <laughs> That's great advice. <laughs> Absolutely great advice. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, in, in this conversation that we were having, you know, I feel like women have it. I don't want to say have it easy, but they, they converse about these things a lot more and a lot easier with, you know, a lot more clarity oftentimes. Right. Um, guys don't really have that conversation as much. Did you feel like when you were going through that kind of evolution that you saw yourself as very different than others, especially considering the environment that you were in, right? That, that nightlife more so, um, yeah, it's, it's different, right? It's the only way to describe it. I don't want to say it's wrong. I don't want to say it's just, it's at some point you look at your life and you go, man, I, I, for me, I can't even identify with some of the things and that I, that I wanted or chose. Right. Right. Exactly. And tell me about that. When, how did you, how did you see yourself in that environment at that point when you were making that transition? My, my first thought when you said that I, I immediately went to uh, you know, 48 laws of power and that, and the end is like, you know, be transient or be, you know, flexible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because think about how many times in our past, like when we almost got sick of ourselves or we outgrew an evolution of ourselves and you think back and like, wow, how did I operate or function like that? You right. know, like yeah. how am I still alive? <laughs> <laughs> and I re- like, I've have vivid memories on like my thought process in like 2021. 20, and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I couldn't believe I, I was thinking like that or, right. you know, that insecure or whatever that is. So, um, I guess it's just, you know, again, understanding who you are, having patience with yourself that you will change, you will evolve. Uh, and I think the fastest way to your your highest self is through that living in purpose and, and figuring out ways to give back. Because otherwise, I think the problem is we'll, we'll be too rooted in ego. And yeah. every time that happens, we get off track, I feel like. So, um, yeah, I just feel like that's the key is like living in your purpose. And that will inevitably pull you into the person that you should become instead of just kind of going through life kind of confused. When you live in that purpose, you you have no other route but to evolve and to kind of grow into that that responsibility and that position that you're you know trying to go through. Absolutely, absolutely, and you're absolutely right on that. Um, now, you decide that you know you're moving forward with this. All these things happen. You get burned. I mean, which is a great lesson, right? It's it's better to have those things early on before you know everything's already in place and things get screwed up, right? Right. What it, what was it for you that um, was your biggest, I, I guess, factor in in moving towards that like saying hey i'm gonna give this up i'm ready to do this this is it like was there a person was there uh, an experience something that happened no um like i said it was basically like the whirlwind of um all these bad things happening to me or or on paper bad things happening to me and in hindsight it ended up being good so with this like bad investor for example i was working full-time oh wow and with this, you know, Vester money secure, I quit my job. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, I was also in another, you know, years ago. So I was in another like relationship. We were going through a bad breakup. So really, like in about three weeks, I lost Everything. my girlfriend. I moved in with my mom, like at 29. So, you know, lost my girlfriend, moved in with my, my mom, lost my job and this investor. So I like basically had, you know, everything in my mind, you know, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. nothing. And it was like, God removed all these things from me. And it was just like, again, I could do nothing but pray. So I'm like sending my resume out and I had all this free time and it was just like, put it in a book. And I wrote that book in three months and it's just crazy to think about, but it was only due to the fact that 
all this whirlwind of negative things had happened in my life that had opened the door for me to do something else. And, you know, at the start of the new year, January came and I started working at the Chicago Urban League. Ideal candidates started doing well on the nonprofit and the book sales started just, no you way. know, picking up. So it was just like, yeah, you just got to keep pushing forward. And sometimes you don't even know what's going to happen. You know, I, I couldn't have anticipated all those things. You wow. just kind of have to go through it. So. So the investor part, was it specifically for the ideal candidate was that the it was for the app for right the oh, ideal oh, candidate. for the app oh okay yeah. okay so, so specifically so that's what you're talking about three years ago you already had it because uh, yeah so the whole the whole concept you know we want to make an impact and, and i'm sorry we didn't really talk about you know the nonprofit. so i run a nonprofit called the ideal candidate it's uh supposed to impact 16 to 24 year olds black and, and latinx on the south and west side of chicago all right. And we teach all the skills that are necessary to excel and thrive in the workforce that isn't taught directly in a high school or college curriculum. So we're talking about things like mindset training, financial literacy, corporate integration, interview skills, interpersonal communication, dressing for success. Um, you know, all the skills necessary if you're going to move into the corporate ladder, you know, climb the corporate ladder or even go into entrepreneurship. There's just certain level of soft skills and self-sufficiency skills you need to excel. Just to navigate through life, right? I mean, period. Period. And, and it's like, um, you know, traditionally these things are passed down from, you know, family to family, generation to generation. But if it's not passed down in the family and if it's not passed down in, you know, schools. Mm hmm. Students are entering the workforce without exposure to these skills. And we already know it's really hard for black, you know, black and Latinx to get these opportunities to begin with. And now you're talking about, you know, you finally get the door open and then you make one small mistake because yep. you haven't been exposed. And now you're out the door. So, you know, we we basically are training students to, you know, get the job, keep the job and, you know, have financial uh, literacy to know what to do with that that first check and the rest of their money once they get this employment uh, and then even on the you know client side on the you know hiring side we follow that that employ employment uh, relationship for the following year so you know we're making sure that the ideal candidate is doing well and we're also making sure that that hiring partner you know is satisfied with that and uh, we found like you know that's the biggest impact for us and you know just so everyone knows it is a free program for the ideal candidates and on average we see they make about 47,000 a year after wow. we place them so that's huge thank you thank you so you know Really, our whole goal is like, let's get them a certification. Let's get them some work experience and some money, you know, bring the money into the household. And the reason why this, you know, learning platform is so important, we've been kind of stunted by capacity. Everything we've been doing is teaching in person. And so, you know, mm -hmm. we're like, how can we make an impact? And, you know, and... Miami or in LA or in Detroit mm -hmm. and all these things without sending a physical person there. And so this e-learning platform will allow us to do that, uh, potentially even in nationwide. So I'm, I'm happy to say we even translated the curriculum into Spanish. And so once this English beta version is up in about 30 days, uh, we, we hope to have the Spanish version up by this May. So you put a big a lot investment of in that too, right? I mean, it's not like big it's invest. <laughs> time, it's money, it's everything. It's people. Um, thank you to my board, my board of directors. They are, they're amazing. And, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're just, uh, we did really, really good this year as far as like getting that together, but no way I could have done it alone. My board is amazing, but yeah, that's, that's, you know, really where the idea for the, the app came is so we can make an impact as soon as possible. Absolutely. So no, that's great. Talk about mindset and, and, you know, we have podcasts specifically for that, right? We got the mind reboot, you know, we're, we're talking about certain things, but, but mindset, even the athlete mindset that, uh, that comes to mind, but you know, mindset is so important. I think it's at 
it's everything, right? It's it's the way you approach life. It's the way you're going to approach business. And you know, we talked about even from a biblical standpoint how it tells you do your best at everything, no matter what it is. And then you know you have these admirals and uh, you know people in the military going to make your bed, and when you make it, make it the best you can. Because you start that way, right? But what challenge? It's easy for us who who have been given some of those things or have been blessed with you know good family or good mentors along the way, but. What what are some of those big challenges that you face uh, with those candidates before they become the ideal candidates? When it as as it relates to mindset, you know, how, in terms of, you know, already bringing kind of a, you know, a bad mindset, right, or or a negative one, if you will, or is it just, you know, it kind of even across the board, whether it be uh, not having really a mindset towards anything, just kind of being aloof about it, or others who who come from a place of. Um, pain or, mm-hmm. or you know tragedy trauma that sort of thing what's the biggest thing that you have to overcome when helping uh the community out like that great great question um without a doubt i mean you, you know that on the head it is the mindset and right. there's a there's a whole host of problems but i would say like the the biggest one is just being able to see themselves more than past next year you know, I've had so many of my wow. students, believe it or not, it's about, I just want to make it to my 21st birthday. Wow. And it's like, well, it's no wonder they're they're acting like this because they don't even feel like they'll be alive in the next two years because it, they're living in fear. So it's almost like a, I'm going to live every day like it's my last mentality. And so when you're thinking like that, you're not making an investment in yourself in the same way you would if you're planning to be For alive sure. in 10 years and be successful because they're just in this state of survival. Right. Uh, some of our students are, are crossing gang territory to get to school in high school, you know. And so um, there's a there's a whole host of things. And, you know, uh, another thing when they enter this like corporate world, um, you, you know, they're surrounded by habits they've never seen before. Uh, they're surrounded typically by people that don't look like them or that connect with them. And so it's, it's scary. And, um, you know, some of them maybe even haven't, trans, you know, haven't transported out of their own community like right. i mean we took these group of, of students from robin illinois we took them to navy pier and on the you know the trip there they were like "Ooh, the ocean <laughs> wow okay we're gonna have to talk and like after talking to them they had literally never left like robins or like markham harvey they had never left like that south suburb area yeah and they've been downtown like maybe once or twice but they don't really remember so it's it's these are these are real issues and they're they're real problems so it's like you have to, the, the biggest shift for us and like what kind of changes the game for us is that mindset. And we start with, where do you want to see yourself successful? And that changes everything. Because I think most other of these like training programs, they just come in and start teaching. Like, here's Dress for Success, but that's not relatable to them yet. Yeah. You haven't made the connection for them to be open to learning, right? right? So like, what is this for? Why Dress for Success, right? If I don't have a goal in mind, then it's not. Bingo. And so we have to like push them or coordinate them to, to bring up this goal on their own. So we have these different like drills and goal setting drills, mindset training, uh, gratitude training. And they start to identify like this is where I see myself. This is what I feel like my purpose is. These are my strengths. And we even make them identify their weaknesses. And then we come up with game plans on how to turn them into strengths. But it really becomes, you know, begins to work on their mindset where they want to see themselves. And then once they put on a piece of paper, you know, oh, wow, this is where you want to go. And, and again, we make them even go in detail. So I say, like, are you still living in Chicago? Is it a condo or house that you visualize yourself you. in? What kind of car are you driving? Do you have a dog or a cat? Are you married? You know, we and they're like, you know, you just see them all start writing and writing and writing. And, you know, I'm like, well, what you wrote on that piece of paper, 
you now know you need dress for success and table manners and everything else that we teach because it's impossible to get to where you want to go without these skill set. And they're like, and now they're sitting up and now they're aware and now they're open to learning because you've made that connection. So that's like the biggest, um, you know, shift for us is like, you know, make that connection and then the rest is pretty easy. (laughs) I mean, that's, I feel like in, in, in without in so many words, like you've figured out the answers to so many problems, right? Because one, you're showing people love more than anything else. Um, in that love and the expression of love, you're enabling them to dream, right? And I, mean, I, I kept thinking about people who retire, right? Because you're talking about goals. And, and if you can't see yourself past 21, well, then that's a problem, right? Or it's going to present a problem for you. Yep. You're going to manifest experiences that, you know, uh, solidify that for you. When you retire, there's all these stats that say if you don't have a plan for after retirement, usually within six to twelve months of that, you pass away. Yeah, you know. Then yeah. I was like, wait, these are perfectly healthy adults, right? Fifty nine and a half years old for the most part, and then bam, they're gone. And it makes makes so much sense when you think about then everything you're saying. How you know having these goals are are really the most important thing. That without them, we have no purpose, right? Yep. And, and, yep. and when you have no purpose, you feel like then what's the point? What's the point of caring? What's the point of putting in effort for any of these things if it's for nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Where, I guess, you know, where do you see the greatest transformation in individuals? When is it coming from a place of, you know, I'm, I'm just tired of this life and, and I want better? Or, you know, is it more impactful when they have family that they're thinking about? Like, what is the, that, that kind of scenario that presents the, the quickest route to change for the people that you're helping, for the you know, students that you're helping? Yeah, I, I really can't. I really don't have like a plated answer sure, for you sure. because everyone's different, you know. So that's why the way that the modules are set up is for them to come up with that own definition, their mm-hmm. own definition of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with this group is 16 to 24. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do at 18, 20 Until or like 24. Week, right? Right? <laughs> so, you know, a lot of it we know it's going to change, but it, it, the basically the whole point is to get them in that positive mindset, to yeah. get them thinking different, seeing themselves different, getting that internal dialogue with themselves, talking to themselves a little different, you know? Yeah, so yeah. those are like what those drills are meant to do. Cause you know, a lot of times they don't know what they want to do uh, or that it might change, but it's definitely a better shift than I'm trying to make it to 21. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, in this helping, uh, it's amazing, by the way. I mean, seriously, it's uh, incredible and incredible on so many levels, not just for your involvement, but the, the outcome you. too, right? I mean, I think it really is from everything I've ever heard of people trying to accomplish something in this space or, or with people who, who sometimes present the, the greatest challenge in terms of overcoming that mindset. I feel like you figured something out there and, I, and I'm excited to see that, you know, progress and blossom into what it is. But the question I have for you is what's it done for you personally? What's it done for your spirit, for, you know, your goal how has it changed your goals for the future yeah um i mean this is the most rewarding work uh period you know i I would say no one has more reward more rewarding work than you know than this if anything we're we're parallel you know what i mean like i feel like i'm at the highest level of like giving back that i can be and um every you know thing i do is just trying to maintain this level of, of giving back and figuring out how can i just enhance uh this but um I wake up every day, you know, some people wake up dreading to go to work. I absolutely love it. You know, um, it could be very challenging at times, but it's just so rewarding and just seeing the the success stories and the impact. And then, 
you know, outside of that, on just like a personal level, since you asked, you know, I get opportunities like this, you know, people identify with the work that I'm doing um, and they support it and just opened up doors for me that probably wouldn't uh, have opened if I was just chasing a dollar and, you know, doing those things. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. I live every day in a, like just a positive mindset, you know, attitude of gratitude and yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. So, and, and going along the lines of that support for those who, you know, are listening and watching that go, Hey, I, I love what he's doing. I love what they're doing. I want to help. How, how, how can they be involved? Um, and who would be ideal for you to, to participate in that? 100%. Um, you know, the, the first one hiring partners, if you, you know, you're listening, the biggest impact you can do is to, you know, at least entertain the, the thought of, can we hire an ideal candidate? You know, that is going to make a direct impact to our students. So any hiring partners or diversity inclusion, you know, if you're having those issues, please look to us as your hiring partner. Like first and foremost, second, we can always use donations, you know, so uh, the idealcandidate.org if anyone wants to learn more. But also, you know, if you want to donate, we would love that support. And I would say lastly, you know, if you can't donate financially or even on the hiring side, just your time. You know, we always looking for our volunteers. We have this thing called career champions. So, Tony, we'd love to have you as well. But uh, we, we basically uh, activate ideal uh, ideal candidate career champions to come in and talk to our students. Anytime we hold these like diversity inclusion panels, we will, you know, call on those career champions to come in. We utilize them to also like have them welcome us to like tour the facility. So we'd like to give the students exposure to different workplaces and work environments. So, you know, maybe you can open the doors for us if you can, you know, write a check. So any anything, you know, definitely will help. But hiring partner, donation or just volunteering your time. And I'll be grateful. Well, I appreciate the invitation. I would love to, to take you up <laughs> on that. But also this book is a great way to support them. I mean, incredible story. It's all right there, too. So, um, you know. I just can't thank you enough, honestly, for everything you do. It's, it's not only an honor to have you here, but it's part of the community uh, and to continue, continue to be involved in everything you're doing and support you. So if there's anything we can do, like anything, anyone out there listening that, that can help, please uh, do, do what you can uh, and help out because it really is an incredible cause. And I personally believe it's the way to change uh, the future, right? Because talk, people talk about wealth and everything else. If we don't have a, a, a planet to give it to our kids and, you know, our grandkids and it's for nothing yep and you know I've, I've read something interesting recently it was like you know you're in a good or bad neighborhood based off the manners of the people there interesting it's really it you know you know you're in a bad or good neighborhood based off the manners of how everyone is, is acting in that neighborhood so you know we're trying to change things organically here in chicago and it starts with that soft skill and the mindset and seeing you know each other as as brothers and sisters and you know all equal and treating each other how we all want to be treated ourselves so amen that's a, you know what we're teaching and you know hopefully it makes a difference and we can you know keep making an impact here in chicago we will appreciate you brother <laughs> thank you so much no, thank i you appreciate again. this thank you.